Hey guys, and welcome back to the MILF Tea. I'm Vanessa and I'm Chanel. And today we're discussing a topic that is of great concern for every single black person in the world, basically. Yeah. And that's obviously um, the death of George Floyd. We know that it's been about I want to say like a month or so that this has happened and a lot has gone on but the issue will never be um an issue not to talk about and an issue that is irrelevant so because it's happening all the time we just thought that we would come and give you our thoughts on what is going on and how we view things basically but yeah Chanel let's go ahead and have a little bit of a chit chat I know. So how did you feel about it? Did you watch the video, for starters? I think that's the first thing. Um, did you watch it? No, I didn't. didn't. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I watched a little bit, but then it got too hard for me and I just couldn't. Yeah, I, I felt uncomfortable. I don't know how people have managed to watch the whole 8 minutes and 46 seconds. but And I think it's it's the fact that we can all remember that and cling on to that, that that was 8 minutes and so 46 seconds. So that's time. a really long time. Picture yourself being underwater and having to hold your breath for that long. People can't even hold their breath for like 30 three minutes. Seconds. Or, yeah. 30 seconds. Ask someone to hold even their breath 30 for 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah. It's, it's a real discomfort. So imagine not being able to breathe for a period of about eight minutes and 46 seconds. Mm. I'm just never going to stop saying that. Eight minutes and 46 seconds. He had all that time to like change his mind do something different eight minutes and 46 fucking seconds it's not right man honestly it's just it's it's just not done you, you, it's just not done it's not done and i i um i can't imagine how americans feel because you see i think this stuff gets to a point right where You've seen pe- this happen to uh, what was what was that guy's name? I think it's Philando Castile. I think mm. you see it happen to Trevon Martin. You see this happen to George Floyd and now Rashad Brooks. And the truth of the matter is, the four names I've just mentioned are when you think of an iceberg. When you look at the tip, the tip is the smallest part, and that rises above the surface. But there is a whole block of it that is just underneath the water, and that is what this whole situation is. Mm. If you were to ask me. That is what this whole situation is. I just think that... I think that... I wanted, I don't want to speak for Americans, but I think it has become, like, they're defeated. Like, after the George Floyd um, death, everybody thought that there'll be a turnaround and that things would get better. But... If you ask me, I feel like that's sort of given. I hate to say it, but... I think the whole point of having this platform is just being completely real and honest. And I feel like it's sort of given them more of a license to kill. Yeah. I mean, think about the in fact In a different that type are, of way, a, but yeah. Because yeah. when you think about it, it's the fact that there are, there are currently, like, they've found six bodies across the United States just hanging. Um, and they, they've, they've ruled it as suicide. But it's obviously foul play. And essentially, this is happening around the time where Donald Trump is doing his rally, his... Um, what do you call those things that they do? Their campaigns for his new... Because he's running for the new election, basically. Yeah. So his new campaign that he recently did, it was done in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But unfortunately for him, it was upstaged by some a group of fucking TikTok teens 
who bought like all of the tickets and so hardly anyone showed up for his rally thank god but it's the fact that he he did it in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where the lynchings happened in 1921. So I think when you when you think about the culmination of all of these things, it's he doesn't. It's he very doesn't. difficult to be like, you guys don't know what's going on. You know what's happening, and it's clear as day. There we is can all say that Donald Trump doesn't hold no remorse in his heart, and even that that um I don't know if it's a contract that's that thing that he signed to say about people um not strangling or police officers not strangling um offenders or whatever he did it for political gain that's it if if we think about it in his hearts of hearts he didn't do it because he thought it, there was going to be a change he didn't do it because he thought that was the right thing to do because this is the man that came into the US saying that we're going to build a gate we're going to build again. And make America great again. And we're going to make America great again. Honestly, it's just, it's, it really is a madness. I keep telling myself that there's so much in this world that we, we all just don't know. And I I really do feel like we've, we've all been so, like, tied into this rat race of plugging ourselves into these institutions like educations and jobs and careers that we're completely missing the fact that this race that we're all running, they're controlling it. Mm-hmm. And they're probably looking from above, like, look at these fucking idiots running in a race and powering yeah. this institution that we're, we're thriving off and it's just even for the little things of like I think I told you that I had a conversation with my client about the whole thing and they were just yeah. so like Ignorant, nonchalant yeah. about it and just saying oh yeah we have black friends and then last week that I had another conversation a microaggression. I had another conversation with them and they were just saying like Black people are racist too. And I just, like, I just, I was just, I just looked at them. Like, I just, I just didn't want to go into, like, a whole, like, because they're good people. I know that they're good people because I work with them on a 12-hour basis for three days a week. But it's just, it just shows you how ingrained white people are, how they don't want to see what is going on in front of their eyes. They, they basically can't, they're, they're so self-absorbed. I think that's actually, that's actually the word. White people yep. collectively are, are a very self-absorbed group of people. Mm-hmm. They can't see beyond their own issues. I mean, look at the video we were just both watching, right? Mm. Let, let's actually break this video down. So we've seen a video on The Shade Room, literally just minutes before recording this podcast. And essentially in this video, there is another Karen who is being very, very, um, you know... Uh, panicky. Yeah, very panicky and very just, oh, I'm a victim, I'm a victim. And essentially she's the one who's caused the scenario that's going on. She's done something with her car that has sort of messed up this other guy. And he's essentially saying, you know, you're driving aggressively and you are being aggressive towards me and violent towards me. Why are you now screaming? I'm filming this whole scenario to protect myself because it's people like you that ruin the lives of people like like me me with Mm -hmm. your privilege. And here we are in this scenario. You know what could potentially come of this and yet you carry on. And it's just Your white counterparts are also here who can also see through what you're doing mind that they can see through what you're doing and at the same time it's like we see through what you're doing but it's like you you feel so privileged that you want to carry this on that doesn't shake you that even your own people are like what the fuck are you doing and it's just like you can't even fight a devil's advocate and say listen oh when people get into an accident they make these nobody was nobody acts the way she acts of course people when people get into accident it's not your fault it's not my fault it's not that's the game that we play yes that's the game that we play. But she wasn't doing that, guys. She was acting like somebody killed her dad. Literally. Like, basically. 
it was ridiculous. It was really ridiculous behavior, if you ask me. And I just feel like we're, we're getting to this point now where I feel like collectively white people have work to do and black people have work to do. Mm-hmm. Collectively, white people need to actually regroup and re-educate themselves um, because essentially the, the, the history of themselves and of us that they've taught themselves is a lie. Yeah. They've taught themselves lies. They've believed those lies for far too long and it's time to sort of start unlearning all of that because essentially when you think about it, racism is a, it's not a gene it's no. not a gene. And nobody's born with racism. And I saw no this, one. this video the other day of somebody like of what's those Confederate flags? The one that's the one that's red and is it red and blue and it's got the X on it? Yeah. Yeah. Some lady saying, I'm gonna teach my grandchildren how to hate all of you lot. That's how you know nobody's born with it. Like wow. it's crazy to think that there's so much hate that is built into somebody that they want to carry on the hate for no absolute reason. Honestly, it just, it makes, it beats me. And it's, I heard something called saying like, um, that white people don't want to make us great. Like, they don't want us to be great. White people, if we're honest, white people are not great at a lot of things. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm so glad they're having this conversation because I hate to say it, but collectively, when you really think about them as a people, they are very lacking I mean, when you even think about it, think about them as a race, right? Mm -hmm. Think of every other race in the world. Every other race in the world has Has something to bring. No, no, no. Some sort of colour to their skin. Mm -hmm. They are the only ones that are colourless and yet they call themselves white. You're not white. You're you're just... (laughs) I don't know what you are. Do you know what I mean? But this this thing that we've created, I don't understand how they are the exclusion, not us. And they are the exclusion and, and yet they even, themselves the superior how even with that like if you think about it white people can't white people or british the british colonize what does colonize mean take 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 that's it what what are they giving please what are they giving even now as we speak about like brexit we're coming out of brexit but people in general life like people still want um the what is it called? Oh, what's it called? People when people come to this country, uh, immigrants to still be here to still do the jobs that the white people yeah. can't do. White people, I'm sorry, most some most white people or quite a few white people are very lazy. Yeah. That's why we came here. We came to seek opportunity, and not to say that there's I mean, anything. Forgotten even after the war, they went to Jamaica and brought a whole. They went to the Caribbean and brought a whole bunch of Jamaicans and people from most of the Caribbean islands back here to service their NHS because work. their own people did Don't. not want to work. Even during the whole Brexit thing, did you see the skit on the news where the lady was like? oh, why don't you want the immigrants in? And she was like, yeah, they're they're taking our fucking jobs. And then the newscaster goes to her, the news reporter, sorry, he goes to her, have you tried applying for a job? And she's like, no. Well, I'm sorry, white people are lazy, I'm sorry. White people are lazy. This just boils down to like, British, British went to colonise everywhere. British went to take, take, take. Americans went to take, take, take. We stayed in our country. It's only it's only when you lot or when white people came into our countries and said, "Oh, we've got better opportunities for you." Oh, we've got better. And us as we us as like a culture or coloured people thought, "Okay, how do I want to better our lives?" 
they're telling that we can better our lives. Let's go and better our lives. Why didn't they think like that? Why didn't they think like that before they went to colonize? Why didn't they say, okay, how can we better our economy by ourselves? Oh no, they they, they did, and 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 their idea and they of bettering their economy was to by bring people in. To go and but that's not bettering their economy. But that's not bettering their economy by themselves. It's bettering their economy with the help of coloured people. Oh, I get that, but to them, babe, this, they this, did. This, this, this is what I know. They, that was their fantastic idea. I get exactly what you're coming from, but to them, that was still them doing it, even though it's it's been black people doing the work for the last four hundred years. There would be no America without black people. There really wouldn't. <laughs> there really, really, really wouldn't. Let's really, you know, let, let's really get real here. And I think the the problem with this issue is that there are so many issues within it. So you don't just have racism; you have white supremacy, you have white privilege, you have the issue of microaggressions in the workplace, in places of, of just professionalism as a whole, mm-hmm. or in your relationships with people. You have, um, you know, uh, what, what what's that? Uh, uh, in, institutionalized racism, mass incarceration. There are just Layers, layers and layers and layers, and layers to this problem because guess what they've had time to, to really stem it in like build the, the yeah, roots they, yeah, build they, it, they've had time like, to literally to plant like, the study the yeah. black man and and, and and basically figure out how to make break him down and, and, and ensure that he deteriorates. That is what they've done. Mm-hmm. And they've created a foolproof system of it. And I keep saying there's this in, interview that I really need to share with you because it's really in in the in the last coming of days, so obviously we've spoken about watching the George Floyd video. When I watched it, it was it was just horrible. I couldn't watch the whole thing. But having seen that and everything else that's happened before that, and what's happened even after that, the fact that there have been, I think about, and these are just people that we know that have gone viral online. There've been about three men who've been gone viral since George Floyd, also. And you know, when you just think about it, there's no end to it. And this interview that I watched basically just. It, it it just affirmed the heartbreaking fact that this it's not gonna go away. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna go away because the truth the truth of the matter is I don't I don't know how to explain this without offending my own people, but I feel like the only the only way to have these kind of conversations is to be extremely honest. And the truth of the matter is Americans I feel are don't get me wrong, you've spent 400 years toiling that land. Mm-hmm. I get it. And it's rightfully theirs for that reason. Don't mm-hmm. ever get me wrong. When yeah. you think about Malaysians, where do Malaysians mostly stay? They stay in Malaysia. When you think about the Chinese, where do they mostly stay? They stay China. in China. When you think about the Indians, where do they mostly stay? They stay in India. And, you know, predominantly, I feel like, obviously, Africans are the, the, the one main group of people that you can literally find anywhere. Have you heard that expression that Nigerians are everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> and not just Nigerians, but you, you'll, you'll hear that about like loads of African communities. Like mm-hmm. they, they literally, Africans never really want to be at home. And the truth of the matter is we need to make our country better. Yeah. Not because it's the um, only place black people should belong. Don't get me wrong, because I really want to make sure I clarify that before you come in, is that I'm not saying black Americans don't deserve or don't have any right to the land. They most definitely do because they built it. But Let's be real. That that land doesn't even belong to white Americans. Mm-hmm. By 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 fate, as as the world would have it, as it should have been, it belongs to the Native Americans. Yeah. The same way Africa belongs to Africans, and Europe belongs to the Europeans. And essentially, I think the the more we start to buy into that, the more we make Africa a place where our people can actually thrive, the better things will be for us. Yeah. Black people don't really have 
a stronghold of thought that is and we don't the thing is we don't even have a stronghold in Africa Chantel Chantel my sister she shared this thing on like a Kenyan forum that I'm a part of and all of all of the big Kenyan brands are owned by white people this is what I'm saying it's ridiculous and let me give you another example in Nigeria like would you would you believe that we 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 give out stuff like oil and I don't I don't know maybe coal I know oil is one of like the biggest things that we give out but then essentially when you think about the fact that we have to get tin tomatoes back and stuff like like um I want to say maybe spaghetti and sugar we're importing that from other countries and exporting the actual so what we're doing is the raw materials yeah mm. that it takes to make these products we're exporting that to all of these other countries to make them and then to and really... then importing back the finished product it's, 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 it's crazy it's stupid ah, I, I just want to scream I just want to fucking scream it makes zero no sense. sense zero mm-hmm. sense and and honestly like we really really just need to be like no fuck you guys we're keeping our resources we're not sharing our resources with you anymore we don't want your aid payments we don't need your help because the truth of the matter is the whole world has thrived off the Middle East and Africa and Asia in and terms of resources. The yeah. They yeah. have. And it's just the really thing of have. like, it's just the thing of like, when, we're, not when will it stop, but it's like, this is now our chance. Like me, yeah. our generation, our mum's generation, I'm sorry, it's too late for them. And obviously our grandparents, is too late for them. But it's for us to be investing in our country and investing in any way possible. The small things are, small yeah. ways always better. Like, and I feel like if each and everybody, obviously it, it says a lot, if each and everybody just does their small little bit, buys their little land, builds their houses, do whatever you know how to do, in your country that's how you start building the economy because we can we all know in our countries there's this one particular area in our countries that is so rich so wealthy and it's got all the nice houses everything is poverty and everything is poverty why yeah and it's wrong it's wrong And, and, and to be honest like this is this is what i'm saying like it really does it's it's that it goes back to that expression that charity begins at home mm-hmm. And when you really, really think about it, I feel like the more as collectively as black people, we start to really think about not just our success, but thriving at the individual level as families. It's really about every black person playing their role. And this is why I say there's so many layers to this issue. Black men, start being faithful to your black wives. Start being present as fathers. Don't be that father that's absent and would rather be with his mates having a fucking pint at three o'clock in the morning while the wife is going to wake up at five, even though she's been up all night because of all the kids. Do you get what I mean? It's, it's like... It's, it's little by little. At and that it's crea- very intricate level. And it's creating, it's also creating family businesses. It's also like, there's so, like, there is so much power in a family. People don't understand. As, I don't know if you followed this, this girl called, um, Diane Chanel or something like that. She's like got Chanel. Yeah. She speaks about the fact page, that yeah. nobody nobody in her family moved out of the family home until everybody was able to buy a house. Yeah, of course. Because essentially you want everyone in your family to be thriving. And this is what I'm talking about. What she's saying is is sort of part of it's not the only answer and it's not the only thing, but mm-hmm. in terms of what black people can do in this 
in, in, in this in this whole issue, what we can collectively do is just really at an individual level, really start thinking about our lives and thriving and success within our families and mm-hmm. helping each other and enabling one another. That is what we need to do. That this sense of because essentially what white supremacy has done and white privilege has done is it's created scenarios where even within blacks we've got this sense of I'm a better black than you are because I've, I've studied and, um, I studied in, in, in Europe and this and that and mm-hmm. I didn't just grow up in Lagos or wherever the hell else I grew up in Africa. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. when you think about all of these things, it's as a black person just thinking intrinsically on these on this really tiny level. It's about looking at every detail and thinking, I need to fix this. Yep. Not just ignoring it, but really looking at all of your choices and being aware of what they are at every given moment. And it's, it's also about it's also about just not standing alone. And I think we'll touch on that in our next episode, but it's even about like just doing things together, supporting one another. Like yeah. that goes a long way. It These really work does. people they support each other, you know. They do, they do support one another. And but that's we'll touch that on that on our, on our next episode, but it's just crazy to think the power look at let's just say look at the power that we had when all of us as black people came together and we protested we protested on behalf of George Floyd we protested on behalf of his family and within a week or two what happened the two guys were charged so think about it if we're coming together as small communities for each other it can only make us better and greater yeah but black people it's so set into our mindset that that's not the way to go. I must win by myself. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what we're all doing. And that's why I say, even though I'm saying we need to work on, on the individual level, it's like, don't be selfish on the individual level. Mm-hmm. The black man is thinking too much of self. And when I say think of self, do think of yourself, but think of yourself within your the network yeah. of people. Mm-hmm. As in think of yourself as, a, it's, like, it's like fabric. When you think about fabric, right? It's it's a whole sheet, right? But yeah. It's so many threads that come together to form this whole sheet. And the minute you pull one thread, the piece is ruined. Mm-hmm. So essentially, that's the importance of every single black person in this issue. Yeah. The minute one person is out of line or just not... Do you, do you know what I mean? The whole thing falls apart. So essentially, that is collectively what we need to do. And it doesn't mean we've not been doing it. We have been. And... You know, it's just, like I said to you, there's no right or wrong answer with this thing. All I can tell you is there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of hurt. Mm-hmm. And, and black people are hurt. They're hurt. They're in pain. We but are, but we need to we need to stop using that as an excuse as well, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. We're no, strong. No, 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 we're strong, definitely. But then essentially, I think it's also the fact that but this also plays into stereotypes as well. Yes, black people are strong, but why aren't we allowed to be weak sometimes? Mm-hmm. Why? Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, we're the most oppressed of people, but that doesn't mean we can, oh, leave them, they can take lashing, they can take pain. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, no, black people are We can We can also cry and we we can also hurt. hurt. But then I'm just, like, I'm not saying to not to show, not to show that we're not hurting, but to take that hurt and to, which we have been, but to tune it into something greater for our people definitely i agree with you on that and i think another thing i actually really wanted to to mention was um the power of manifestation um my friend lid says this stuff all the time and i think it's really important to just share it with you guys as well that right now there have been a lot of statements collectively that black people are saying um and they're using them in the protests like i can't breathe and we can't breathe and i think there there's a post that explains perfectly what it is I'm trying to articulate so I'm going to make sure we post it to our stories 
but essentially what the post is saying is us saying this is where we're collectively crying out for that experience of not being able to breathe and Mm -hmm. what we could be calling upon ourselves we have no idea if you truly believe in the power of manifestation if you believe that there is power in your words then don't say those words yeah don't say that you can't breathe say that you can Mm -hmm. say that you I can breathe I must breathe I will breathe don't say that you can't because there really is power in our words yeah there is power in our words and I I just I don't know there's just something that doesn't feel or sit right with people collectively just saying these things because I I know how heavy I feel just even looking at all of the content online like obviously I was telling you the other day that I, I had a day where I was just drinking and drinking and drinking all day because it's, it was just depressing and it's also just the thing of like to be honest I'm not saying that this thing won't never end but I'm just saying that we have to I don't want to say make the best out of a best a, a bad situation but it's been 400 years and in order for it to end Something drastic has to happen, I'm not going to lie. I think there's going to have to be a war. <laughs> I really do too. And I know most people think I'm being like, really, um, what's the word? I feel like some people would say I'm, I'm being a little bit too drastic, maybe. But I genuinely feel that until, and this is because of the interview I saw, that was what wholeheartedly, honestly, you guys, changed my mind. Because I'm a very rational person. I'm all for dealing with things rationally. But I truly believe that if we're to really look at things, white people are amongst the most barbaric on this planet. When you look at history, mm-hmm. if you if we are to go through the history books and really, really look at the most evil people on this planet and the most wicked of things that have been done, it's all by white people. Yeah. Let's really, really get real here. It's all by white people. Hitler's not a black man, he's white. He's white. Mussolini's not a black man, he's white. <laughs> So let's let's really really get real here. The most evil people on this planet have, have been white. Have been white, and, and we're not. We're, we don't. We're not even evil if you, people. Bro. Even if you see <laughs> us, yeah. Even in the protests and stuff like that, what we were just doing, dancing, singing, being uh, being together as a community, enjoying each other's company, like that's all we want. Like, Tony's and they don't want to give it to us. So then we can also throw down with the rest of them. Like yeah. we can and. And this, this is why there's just got to be... This is why I feel like there is going to be a race war because essentially, you know, it's the fact that they they really are... They're, they're the most barbaric, the most evil. They've done... They're the most mean. Mm-hmm. If we were to look at most pedophiles are... White. <laughs> are white. Let's, let's, let's really just get real here. Let's really just be real about white it. White people are I'm the devil. Because I'm tired, all right? I'm white tired. White people are the devil. Basically. Yeah, mate. <laughs> but um, not all of you. Some of you have the capacity to be nice. And this, this is the sad part. But unfortunately... In this conversation, I really don't care if I hurt the feelings of a few because we're really talking about the many and it is in the many is a whole lot. Yep. It's a whole lot of you mm-hmm. that are just crazy and evil and, and just... doing the absolute most. And yeah, just pure wickedness. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I, 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 I can't even... I can't even... I can't even... Like, even when you're looking at the head of satanic churches, they're, they're all white as well. Yeah. 
they're all white. They're fucking Illuminati. They're mostly white. Like, let's just really, let's just really be real here. You guys always want to point your finger at black people and be like, oh, you're criminals and you're this and you're that. Well, you how made about, us that do, you, do you know what? How, no, how about we just start pointing our fingers at you guys as well and telling you guys what you are? Mm-hmm. We've had 400 years of you guys telling us that we, we are below are. you. So how about we start telling you the truth about yourselves? Exactly. And you're not scared you're, to do so. Yes, you're not a learned people. You're thieves. Everything you know, you stole it. Mm-hmm. Everything you know, your renaissance that you're talking about was literally the wiping out of black people. That's why the, that's why the whole period was called the Black Death. Do you think we don't know these things? Do you think we can't go and educate ourselves on these things? It really is irritating. But honestly, if, if, if you are a black person listening to this, go and really relearn your history because they've taught you lies. They've taught you They've lies. They've taught you what you we want are, to know. We are, honestly, we are the, what they want us to know. Yeah. Well, not what we want to know, what they what, want the, us what to know. They, what they want you like, to know, yeah. We have, um, you know, we, we are descendants of kings and queens. Do you know how many mathematicians, scientists have come from... It's so crazy how they just want to, like, bring us down. Because if, if you just look at it on a, like, on a general level, we're smart, we do music, we do, <laughs> we do learning. We Honestly, do, popular culture every, is, is all us. Every, <laughs> every type of gen- genre that there is, there's black people excelling in it. it. Honestly. And white people are so, like, jealous or evil, I don't know what the word is, that they're trying to destroy us. Honestly, it's, it's really, really, really sad when you think about it. It is. But it is. Yeah, this whole um, scenario that's been going on, well, not even a scenario, I hate the fact that I'm using this word, but this issue that it, that ensues right now, this um, just issue of race and white supremacy and white privilege and just all of it, I, the only thing I can hope for or pray for is that, you know, that somehow... That, that God sees that his chosen people are still suffering. Because, you see, lately, given the, in, in this whole thing, I started listening to, um, I've got this app called Pray, which is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And I it, it tells you, like, Bible stories when you're going to bed, so I tend to listen to it. And I have really taken to the, listening to the story of Moses and him leading the Israelites to the promised land. And I think about the fact that black people have been oppressed for 400 years. And after this 400 years now that there's supposed to be freedom, there still isn't. They're still in captivity. Black people, we've collectively, we've not reached our promised land. Mm. We haven't yet. And all I can pray for is that we get there. I I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know what what tools we need, what resources we're going to need to make this happen. But the, the one thing that I know that rings true to me is that you know, the truth of the matter is, if I pinch myself, you can't feel it. Mm. But if I pinch you, you will, you will feel it. Mm. And, and and essentially, uh, that's that's what needs to happen to them. They they kind of need to... A taste of their own medicine. Yeah, they need... Yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, but they need a taste of their own medicine. Maybe... And, and who knows? Maybe there's some parallel world somewhere where white people are slaves and we are... <laughs> we are the ones oppressing them. And maybe they're in that world they finally understand, but... You know, I, I genuinely feel like that, that is what needs to happen. happen. Yeah. And I hate that I'm saying that because, like I said, I'm a rational person. I don't believe in violence. I don't believe in just, oh, pick up clubs and let's, let's brawl it out. I don't believe in that. But the truth of the matter is we're not dealing with 
civilized people, we're dealing with barbarians. And when you behave like barbarians, you get treated as such. Exactly. And I think we'll just call it at a close there. But this has been a very insightful, insightful um, episode. We will leave links and um, information in the description bar and like I said, links in the description bar that will take you to resources that you need to educate yourself if you're a white person and if you're a black person. We will also leave links for donation pages and we hope that you enjoyed this episode, guys. Definitely. It's been a pleasure speaking with you and, you know, the last thing that I kind of want to say is, you know, if you really, if you are a white person listening to this, please understand these are, we're two black single mums and essentially we are just two of so many people who are hurting in this scenario so Mm -hmm. don't just listen to this and take it as a laugh and think it's not my problem if you're with us you want to listen to our music you want to break bread with us like Brianna said then it's your fight too so thank you guys and we'll see you in the next one bye bye